We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. To you, the listener, I want you to know that I appreciate you, and I'm thrilled to have you here for another episode. If there's ever anything that I can do to support you, please reach out. LinkedIn is the channel that you'll find me on. Search for Lori Hybe. You can simply click the follow button as I post daily information about marketing strategy, tips, all podcast episodes, and any upcoming events we might uh, run into each other. If you'd like to connect, make sure to send a note with your connection request that references Social Capital. I can't wait to hear from you. Social Capital Podcast is sponsored by Keystone Click, a strategic digital marketing agency that believes in order to successfully market to your ideal customer, you have to first understand your customer. Learn more at keystoneclick.com. The topic of relationships ties in very closely with marketing. That's why I'm bringing on marketing experts with a variety of backgrounds for you to learn and grow from. Today's guest is Clarine Mitchell. She is the founder and CEO of TCM Communications, a social media branding firm based in Tulsa, Oklahoma. TCM focuses on empowering success-driven entrepreneurs and corporate leaders to effectively leverage LinkedIn to generate organic results. She holds a BA in interpersonal communications from Cardinal Stritch University. I've seen Clarine speak before. I'm at a conference talking about LinkedIn. She has fantastic insights to share, and I can't wait for you to hear her story. Clarine, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lori. I appreciate the invitation. Looking forward to our conversation. Me too. Do you want to share a little bit about your background with our listeners? Um, Sure. Really, communications has been my professional life, 30 plus years. So what I do now really is just an evolution of what I've been doing since college, really. My degrees in communications. So doing what I do now, it's it's funny because, you know, the life or the the process of social media now or the, you know, how's overtaking our lives. And mm-hmm. so I say I just communicate in a different way now, a way that's prominent and through a platform that's most prominent now. Yeah, which is LinkedIn. Let's oh, talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about LinkedIn. Let's talk about yes. LinkedIn. Okay, Clarine, is LinkedIn just for job seekers? <laughs> um, so no, 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 no. Uh, it and many people have that mindset of it being just for job seekers because really that's how we were. Most people were introduced to the platform is mm-hmm. where to go when you need a job. But it has evolved through the years. It is so much more. There's really, I say, a place for everyone on LinkedIn, no matter where you're at along your career journey. And especially for entrepreneurs or business owners, there's a lot of opportunities to be gained on the platform. It's just knowing how to use it. But no, no, no. Even when it comes to job seekers, if they're approaching the platform from when they just, from the perspective of just when they need a job, they're not, they're, they're not going to get the success that they would otherwise if they were using it on an ongoing basis and um, from the relationship perspective versus the just getting a job and getting on and getting off. It's mm-hmm. really about having a consistent brand. Yeah. And and the relationship perspective, which, oh. which you talk about for sure too. It's most it's, definitely. 
Right. I mean, mm-hmm. no different than, uh, I mean, a lot of social media platforms are all about just that creating that sense of community and bond. So um, yeah, I think I agree with you hundred percent. It's way more than just for job seekers. And it's funny when I talk to people, they're like, well, I, you know, I'm only going to be on LinkedIn because I'm looking for a job right now. Like, well, that's really the wrong way to look at it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're not going to reap the most benefits if they do the in and out, right? The parachuting in and out onto the platform and then off. It's really building that community in that presence so that you're not having to start and stop. You know, I learned the hard way because that's how really, I started using LinkedIn more aggressively when I needed a job the last time Mm -hmm. and nobody cared. Like, they're like, who are you? Where you been? Like, cause I wasn't using the platform consistently before then. So people were like, okay, who are you? Why do we care? Um, You haven't been on, you know, I had to spend time to build up my credibility again. So when you stay on it and use it consistently, that's when you're going to get the most from it. So let's talk about LinkedIn compared to other social media platforms how is it different totally different (laughs) what I can we could just talk about that question in itself and go on and on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for for one um LinkedIn was created for the members to generate results as opposed to other platforms where they're really social entertainment that was really that's their core foundation the foundation of LinkedIn is all about members generating results When you look at the mission of the platform, it says that explicitly. It's about the economic advancement of all the members. So that's number one. The other part of LinkedIn being different than other platforms, I say, is a more comprehensive platform. From my perspective, why do you have to go anywhere else or use any other platform when there's so much that LinkedIn offers, whether it's being able to create newsletters or write articles or go live video form or audio form. And just the different features that it has, it makes it a more comprehensive platform versus I say some other platforms are more limited than with what you can do on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's, there's definitely, and they keep adding new features too, which is fun. They've been on, I say steroids lately with adding (laughs) features. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to keep up. I just noticed something else this morning when I was on and it's like, oh, when did that happen? So yeah, I I, I most definitely agree. It's they're continuing to evolve and at a rapid pace right now with the features, although they've been taking some features away that I'm not happy about as well that I loved, but yes, continue to make it comprehensive. I I just read they were taking the the video profile away. Is that correct? Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Like that was such a phenomenon. I know you have yours. I know. I just did it (laughs) Like, like two months ago. You got in while you could. Good for you. But that video option, and for those who are not aware, under your profile photo, they used to have an option where we could record a 30-second video, which was a phenomenal way to do an intro and just introduce people to our profile, to us as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, They got rid of that. They got rid of the clickable links in images and videos, which is another one I'm not happy about because Mm -hmm. I thought it was a great marketing 
conditioning tool. Yep. And then they recently got rid of, it was three at a time, all at once. That and the carousels feature. They got rid of that. So yeah, they're taking Aww, away I like the carousels. See, they're taking away some good ones. I'm not sure what the rationale is behind that, but taking away some good ones, but adding some real great features as well. So overall, I, I'm still loving the platform. Okay, good. So what's going on with their algorithm? Seems to get like the highs and lows of, hey, I just had a lot of activity and now it looks like no one saw my post, you know? So what's going on with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they made a major, major change. You know, like all social media platforms, they're always tweaking the algorithm, right? Sure. And yep. just definition-wise, algorithm is really how platforms distribute content so that the followership can see the content. That's of interest to them. All of them are always making changes, tweaks, but LinkedIn recently made this major tweak. So this is what, July? They made it late June. Major tweak, late June, early July, made a major tweak where it's really going to focus more on value-orientated content that's knowledge-driven. So, and I'm a fan of this. I'm loving it. And actually post published an article about this specifically and why I'm a fan of the change. It's getting back, I say, to the core of what LinkedIn is about. And it's mm-hmm. about social selling, not yep. see me, see me, and may, let me do some gimmicks and tricks so my posts can go viral. And, you know, it's yep. really about getting the platform back to the substance of content, sure. where it's about knowledge sharing, teaching people, giving value, providing insights, even not just even with the content, but with the comments in the content. So no more of the days it shouldn't be where, you know, people just say, oh, great, that's nice. Or congrats, you know, quality content and quality comments is the driving factor with a new algorithm format with LinkedIn. Yeah. Wow. Is there any data on like character count or how, how are they validating the quality content? So knowing exactly, because as always, it's like this deep curtain, you know, the dark curtain, mm-hmm. like the Wizard of yeah. Oz, like behind the curtain, really the intricate nature of it. No, no data that I've seen or have heard about what it is mostly, fo- mostly focused on making sure that, you know, it doesn't, it's not like glorif- glorification kind of content, but again, knowledge driven content and the comments are rich. We're starting conversations in the comments that are in authentic ways. Sure. How the algorithm identifies that, I'm not sure. Yeah, but the impressions have dramatically decreased. You know, what may have used to, may have worked before for individuals may not work ongoing wise on LinkedIn when it comes to content creation. So the dips in it, but what is working and I continue to test it out and see it to be true is when it's the knowledge sharing post, you're going to get people who are engaging in that and that those comments because you can get, you're going to have a post that has a lot of reactions, but it doesn't mean it has a lot of impressions, right? Because you may be having those reactions that are, are like empty when sure. it comes to, or lower ratings, so to speak, when it comes to judgment and even the comments, but it, it's really about driving conversations. So if someone leaves a comment, 
comment and say, that's great. That's not going to prompt me to reply with a, you know, a quality response, right? Mm -hmm. So it's about having those conversations that are going on. Yeah. Wow. I like that. I agree with you. I like that approach. Um, I I saw some folks like trying to turn it into other more like friendly social media channels like Facebook or something. Oh, this is what I'm I'm fishing this weekend, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, some people have the comments like this is, you know, this is LinkedIn. Don't post this kind of things. Mm -hmm. And other people think like, well, this is real and who I am. So the LinkedIn policers. (laughs) Well, I mean, is that, is that part of the reason they've done this is to try to avoid kind of the, this is the food I'm eating for lunch type of post thing. Well, I mean, to a certain extent. And so I've always believed in practice through my business and even LinkedIn has made it public that they want us to bring our full selves to the platform. We're not just people who do a job or have a business. There's other aspects to our lives, right? And so they want us to bring our full selves to the platform. But as I always say, it's not necessarily what we post, it's how we post it, Mm -hmm. right? So I can say what I ate, but where is the business relevant? with that. Sure. I can yeah. say what event I went to, but what's the value from that? What did I learn? What was my key takeaways from that event? So again, it's more about not what we post, but how we're posting it, the nature of it, so that it feeds into the overall philosophy of the platform, providing sure. value, not just, you know, again, being like on other social media platforms, but really falling into the customs of LinkedIn. And again, it's knowledge sharing, providing providing value support, but it is, you know, supporting for us to be our authentic selves and bring, you know, our true selves. And those posts, those still resonate, but there has to be a methodology behind that. There has to be a reasoning. When I go personal, there's a reason why I'm going personal on the platform and it does feed into my overall brand. Love it. Um, And that makes total, total sense now, actually, um, big picture wise. And, and I agree with you on the direction that they're moving with that. Um, But yeah, some of those other things they took away where hopefully they'll reconsider. <laughs> right. Um, there was another feature quite some time ago they took away. I don't know how much, you know, you used it or your sentiment about it. The pin comments um, feature option. Uh, oh. They just brought it and then took it away very quickly. And I loved it. I'm not sure why they took it away. Um, pin comments as well as LinkedIn stories. I still miss those because I thought those are a great marketing tool. Yeah. Well, it seems like every social media channel is trying to lean off of each other a little bit. It's in some way or another, but yeah, um, hopefully there's some goodies coming out. So I'm going to change the direction a little bit of the conversation here. Uh-oh. And <laughs> where are we going? Where are we going? You know, Lauren? okay. If you could go back to your 20 year old self, Clarine, <gasps> what would you tell yourself to do more of less of or differently with regards to your professional career? Mm. You know, I had to go way back because you know, my age, I think <laughs> so, um, that hmm, mentally to go back to my 20 year old self, I guess the biggest thing I would tell my 20 year old self is dreams don't have to die. They can be deferred. Hmm. Meaning so 20 year old Clarine wanted to be a broadcast journalist, but my life circumstances didn't allow for the freedom of that, Mm -hmm. but, or the flexibility I needed to go with being in the broadcast journalism sector of communications. It's ironic now, though, where, you know, with what I do in my business and again, going back to the LinkedIn features, the LinkedIn feature, LinkedIn live feature for Mm -hmm. me is my deferred dream where, you know, life circumstance happened, couldn't be a broadcast journalist right out of college like I wanted to become. 
But really, I'm fulfilling that dream now as a LinkedIn live creator and host and all of that. It's like, hmm, okay, it, I could, that dream didn't have to die. I still held it dear in my heart, you mm-hmm. know, and I, it became a reality when it needed to become or was able to become in a reality. So not giving up on my dreams, keeping them fresh in my heart and continuing to nurture them so that I could seize opportunities when they came up. I love that. Uh, that sound advice for sure. Um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to interview me. What's something you'd like to ask me? Oh, all right. Where, where can I start on my list of questions for Lori? Because I have a list. <laughs> but so my biggest one, and let me just, before I even ask the question, congratulate you. Like 15 years. Thank you. As a business owner, I, that's phenomenal accomplishment, achievement. So my question, how did it, you get here? How did you get to being, you know, still in? And especially going through the pandemic and other challenges I'm sure you experienced along the way. How did you get to, to, to the point of celebrating your 15th anniversary as a business owner? Yeah, wow, that's a big, big question. Um, you know, it's that statement this, that I hear oftentimes and you don't know it until you're in that spot is that it's lonely at the top, right? When you have your mm-hmm. own business. Mm-hmm. And then finding that community and those, the cheerleaders, the advocates, the people that you can lean on in, tough times, but those people that are there to celebrate with you in, in the good times, that's extremely important. And so I've, I've found that group um, probably about 10 years ago. And I've been with this that um, that have that community to just keep cheerleading, keep advocating and, and, and you know, leaning in on when when you need support, but reciprocating that and cheerleading mm-hmm. for those individuals as well. And when they've got wins and being there when, when they've got, you know, they're in the down part. So um, I think that's extremely important to just have, have that sense of community who's going to help you along the way, but um, also be flexible to, to have to make those quick, hard decisions. Um, like you mentioned the pandemic, which we all experienced that and had to kind of rewrite the business strategy and the business plan to some degree and, and kind of learn on a day-to-day basis, how to run a business during a pandemic. Um, right. You know, I don't I don't think there's many books written about that. I mean, there might be now, but um, right. so I, it's just, um, and I would also say making quick decisions, but then realizing instead of sitting there, you know, twiddling your thumbs on uncertain about which path to take, just pick a path and start moving forward because progress mm-hmm. is going to be better than just sitting there and not making a decision. But even if you pick the wrong path, it's okay. Once you realize it to go, oh, you know what? We should have gone this other way. Stop and then go the other way. It's right. okay. Right. <laughs> so nothing into the world. Is yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, you know, I, I continue to learn new things every single day. And, and I think that's another part of being an entrepreneur is wanting and willing your willingness to learn, to keep learning and keep evolving. Right. Good. I took a lot of notes from that. What marketing predictions do you have? We're wow. Like at the almost uh, like midpoint of 2023. Here we are. Yeah. Oh my God. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> we will have to learn how to say 2024 very soon. Oh, I know. I know. I know. So, um, I mean, obviously AI, that's been, that's been one mm-hmm. that's kind of been in the pipeline and it's definitely came into fruition. And now it's just a matter of people really leaning in and understanding the value that it can provide, but also think people have to be cautious about, you know, the bad that it can do. So, yeah. um, I think that within the next year or so, I mean, you already see some of this happening. There's gonna be a lot of regulation around AI and what you can and can't do and how you can use it, what you own, what you don't own. You know, there's going to be, um, a lot of, a lot more stuff coming down the pipeline uh, from that perspective.
active. Um, and I think community is going to continue to grow. Um, you know, it's just, it's all about the relationship building and establishing that trust and, and having that sense of, you know, we're, we're here to support each other's growth as opposed to like, we're here to compete against each other. So. Oh, um, most definitely. That's yeah. good. I like that prediction. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. say there's enough, <laughs> there's enough high for all of us, right? Or Absolutely. There's, there's yep. a, should be a seat at the table for everyone because there's enough business and opportunities for everyone to thrive. It's just learning to work together. We're totally. having a really sense of community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, that's fun. Good questions. Thank you <laughs> so much. Um, so I know you, you've, you shared that you have an offer or free, a complimentary, um, like LinkedIn, uh, assessment oh. or audit. You want to talk about that for a minute? Oh, sure. Thanks. Thank you. It's my give to the community on an ongoing basis. So any time, well, not any time, cause it's only a one time offer. People can't rotate and come back and do it, sure. you know, repeat repetitively, repeatedly, but at the top of my LinkedIn profile is a link where people can schedule 30 minute complimentary session, Zoom session with me. And I give them a custom audit of their profiles during that time. Well, great. And we'll include that information in our show notes. Um, I mean, obviously LinkedIn's probably the best way to get in contact with you. Any other ways you'd recommend if someone was interested in touching base? LinkedIn it is. It's a streamlined kind of process. So people are not going all over the place. I know where they're coming from. So it's LinkedIn. Love it. Okay. Um, all right. Any final words you want to share with our listeners about LinkedIn? Oh, wow. We're done already. That time went really quick. It always does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess my final piece of just insights is when it comes to LinkedIn, it's the professional business social media platform. It's all about networking, right? So making sure that you're cultivating relationships on the platform and being more focused on that versus being transactional in what you do. The the results will come when you lean into the social selling aspects of the platform and really focus on the relationship, genuine relationship building versus the transactional process. So less on the DMs with the sales pitch, you know, cold call in the DMs, less on that, really get rid of that as a focus build the relationships because the the results will come from the genuine relationships. So less on the DMs with the sales pitch and less on posts that's that's repetitively pitching your services or pitching your business or whatever you do. Provide value. You're going to get value when you provide value. Totally love that. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Clarine, so much for being on the show. This was great having you. Great conversation. Thank you so much, Lori. Appreciate it. Continue success to you and your business. Oh, thank you. You as well. All right, this wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Clarine for taking the time to connect with us. If you have a burning marketing or relationship question, reach out. I'd love to answer it on this show. And as mentioned before, let's connect on LinkedIn. Connect with me, connect with Clarine. We're both looking forward to hearing from you. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I want you to go out there and get noticed. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next episode.